Welcome back Unleash Leader. I'm your mindset coach Sarah Hunter and I am so freaking excited for today's guest. She is someone that I've known for God, probably 18 months now. We were in the same mastermind together. I absolutely love how she runs her business, how she writes content, the like how she shows up as a human as well. She is my absolute biz bestie now as well. Like I've got to know her so well. And this is the amazing Kristen Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I can't believe we've been like we've known each other that long. It's crazy. I know, right? I remember the very first time we met and I was like, hi, I'm Sarah. And you're like, hi, I'm Kristen. <laughs> And now look at us. I know, right? So I would love for you to introduce yourself. Like, who are you uh, for anyone who doesn't know you already? Yeah. So I'm a spiritual business coach for healers, an intuitive quantum healer. And it is really my mission to support healers in stripping away all the bullshit, limiting beliefs, the fears, the imposter syndromes, which ones things that are holding them back so they can step into their power. It's like an unbecoming and an unshackling of everything that they have been so they can become exactly who they are. They already are underneath it all. Um, so yeah, boom, there we go. <laughs> oh, I love that. You know what? I love the word that you use of like unbecoming because I feel like that's such a beautiful way to really start the conversation we're going to have today and really kind of sum up what it is to let go of all those limiting beliefs, you know, those, those bullshit, like fears and doubts that we all have. It's like stripping away all of those things that like society or our family or whoever have kind of like placed on us it's like unbecoming this person that people have made us to be yes yes and it's like this phrase as you were speaking I heard this phrase um I need to go find myself or discover who I am and I'm like you're not lost you're not like a sock that just disappears in the dryer (laughs) we don't need to find you you just like, and it's not even a need, but it's like just stripping away down to the soul essence of who you are. That's all. And I mean, I say that so subtly and it doesn't feel so subtle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right though. Like I remember when I had my, my first like quarter life, cri- life crisis at 30 and I was like, I'm going to go, go travel the world, go find myself. Like she wasn't in Australia. She wasn't in Bali. <laughs> I couldn't find her there, <laughs> but you oh. know, really coming back to yourself and you said in your um, like little introduction, the witch wound, and I absolutely love this topic. I think it is so powerful. I know that you work with so many healers like with their, with themselves, with business as well. I'd love to hear from you because I'm sure people are tired of hearing it from me. Like, what do you, how would you describe the witch wound? Like, what is it? How does it show up? All the things. Yeah. So I feel like everybody's going to have their own little twists on it and, and what makes it really unique to them. And for me, the witch wound is this whether you believe in past lives or not, or I know that like you really teach this um, or help people heal like generational wounding. And so this could be like you identify as a witch in a past life, or you have a family member who was a witch as well. And so this can show up in many different ways that inhibit us. And, and there are ways that are often talked about, but they, they are not 
always seen as the witch wounds. Mm -hmm. And especially what I have found over the years of like teaching healers and really supporting them and their, their rising Phoenix moments is the, um, these witch wounds show up in different ways that really hinder them from their next levels, even showing up online. Mm -hmm. So what would you say, like, because I completely agree that that sometimes it's like really super obvious, right? Like that you you shut away spirituality or even becoming a healer or whatever psychic abilities that are trying to come in, but you're like, no, this feels uncomfortable. But what are some of the like less obvious ways, the more subtle ways that, you know, the people that you work with that you see on our online space that it can really show up, I guess. Yeah, I think that the one that's not talked about a whole lot and the one that I'm really trying to shine light on is the sisterhood wound. Mm-hmm. And this is this kind of like this catty energy, this um, energy of comparison or tearing other women down. This can also show up as, well, I'd just rather hang out with men than women or women mm-hmm. are so dramatic or, you know, and, and it's really this disconnection of women of this coven that was never meant to be disconnected. And yet here we are. And we think about this in a way of like, when we were younger, maybe, maybe you experienced bullying. I know that was my story for middle school and high school. And even like, as an adult, I'm like, are we still doing this? Which ones to heal bitches? Like, let's go. But also it's like, um, can we look at this from a different perspective where yes, we're doing this inner work, but also like, where is this actually coming from? And when did this disconnection happen? Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, um, that I shared this in the mastermind that we were both in as well, that like, even as someone like as a 37 year old, I do think that it, it comes in layers, you know, I wasn't someone that was bullied. Well, I guess about to share the rest of the story, maybe it does come across as bullying, but like all of my friends at 17 decided they didn't want to be my friends anymore, you know? And I think that, you know, that part of, I bring in the mastermind because it really was healing for that part of me, that, that sisterhood of like, you know, you get to have people that are maybe having similar businesses to you who are on a, a very similar path, but like, we're not in competition. In fact, we're here to like, give people tips or like support them or to, to really like help them lift them up as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Being in a mastermind was just so healing for when it comes to the witch wound. And I've been in like group programs before as well. And when I reflect back on the connection that we had together, I was like, that's exactly it. That's exactly, you know, stripping away and stripping back that piece of me that has always you know, looked at it from that perspective of being in competition or, you know, women are so dramatic or like, I even did this with my husband. I'm such, I think we relate with this a lot, like big smart asses. And so like (laughs) with my husband and his work friends, I'd like to be with, with around all of them because they're so funny. And like the women are so serious, but I'm like, that was like a big, Oh, Oh, Okay. So I want to laugh and hang out with them, but also like, I really like, we need this connection too. And so it just shows up in like the most subtle ways that sometimes we don't even realize. Mm, So how do you think, I'd love to, to hear from you of like, how does it show up more so in business? You know, like you said then about the, like the sisterhood wound, but like how, 
How do you see that playing out in a business sense? Is it like the people coming into like your offers? Is it showing up online? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, I think for this one specifically, it's definitely, there can be a struggle in um, filling up like group programs Mm. because you are also creating that sacred space for women. And this could even be a struggle to sell your offers as well, because if you are creating that disconnection or if you not creating that disconnection, but if you have that disconnection within yourself, then, you know, there's this, okay, well, am I going to bring in that connection? Am I going to be able to bring in that connection with someone? And so, yeah, those are the two biggest ways. There was one other one, but it just left my mind. So if it comes back, it comes back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what really, um, I reminded then of a client who had a really big sisterhood wound and she was very much, and, and I'm sometimes the same as well of like, no, I don't want to be supported. Like I can do it all myself, like blah, blah, blah. But yet she was struggling to fill out her group programs. And I was like, it's because why should they feel supported by you if you don't also feel supported by them? Like it's a give and take. Like the more that you feel safe having that support from other women, the more that they're going to reciprocate and also feel that safety to be supported by you as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was like kind of circling back that's exactly like that other piece where it's like well maybe there's going to be crickets or silence within your program and sometimes like sometimes it just means nothing and it just happens (laughs) (laughs) we don't need to make something mean something spiritual every single time everyone in the back (laughs) right like it's just too much sometimes I'm like yeah. just nothing <laughs> but <laughs> but like sometimes it's like oh okay well maybe like is this something within is this an opportunity to reflect back in and see is there something that I am needing to to release to yeah. step into yeah so I feel like I feel like we've maybe jumped like 10 steps ahead because we know each other so well and we both talk about the witch wound and stuff so I kind of want to go back a couple of steps for anyone who has never heard of witch wound before who's like halfway through this conversation with like and us and being thinking oh what the hell are they talking about I feel like I would love for you to just kind of really I don't want to say dumb it down but really pull apart of like what can this feel like how do you know if you are someone who's carrying the witch wound but like, you've never heard this term before. You've no idea like what the hell it is that we're talking about. How do you think it really shows up with us like somatically or like what are the beliefs that tend to, to really shine through when it, it comes to witch wounds? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. I can kind of go a couple a couple different routes with this, but some of the ways that it shows up is like, this disconnection from your own spiritual gifts and abilities. Um, like like knowing you have them, we all have them, but it's just a matter of how much you're tapping into them. But sometimes it's just like a, no, if I do this, I'm actually going to die. Like it literally feels like you're going to die. Mm -hmm. Um, some other strange ways that it's like, I can't even explain this where it's like fear of fire with no, no belief or no recollection of why you are afraid of fire or water or, Mm -hmm. um, this could also be like a fear of being seen and heard. Um, 
it literally feels like death. And I mean, like from, from a subconscious level, our mind is trying to keep us safe. Like don't push us out because we will literally die. So that's Mm -hmm. like real life 3d stuff. And also from like a spiritual and soul level, it's okay. Well, now I know this, it doesn't really make sense in this lifetime. Where is this also coming from? Well, if I'm seen or heard, I will literally die. They will Mm -hmm. literally like drown me, hang me, burn me, like whatever. Um, there is like, also this one's kind of strange as well. And this one showed up for me was fear of like tarot. And you know, I feel like that's quite, um, in some ways, like the mainstream media, they really portray it as like this, like voodoo, you know, like crazy let's you know people that do tarot I know when I grew up it was very much like don't do that or like people can like read your mind or like you know fortune tellers when you think of someone like a crystal ball that's so interesting yeah yeah and and I for me like when that one showed up I was like that's weird like I literally I have no connection with them and now I've since I've done the healing and I understand like I still am just like oh I'd rather use oracle cards and I love them but I have like the good tarot or something like that, but I never use it. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, but I'm not afraid anymore. They did a past life regression and I was like, okay. Like the things that came through, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm actually safe in this lifetime to be seen, to be heard. Um, And I think it's also like coming out of the woo-woo closet, the witchy closet, and like sharing that you actually have these gifts and abilities or these interests, even down to like crystals. I was afraid Mm -hmm. to share my crystals everywhere. We'll never forget. I used to put them, like sometimes I still do, but I used to put them in my bra, like closer to the body, super small. So I want to feel them vibrating and like keeping me protected, whatever. And I'll never forget the first time I was like changing into pajamas and my husband was like, why do you have crystals in your bra? Like, what are the rocks doing there? And I'm like, mind your business. <laughs> he had no idea what he was getting himself into marrying me. <laughs> so. Brilliant. You know what? I've heard of people doing that before and I'm sure it must be like those really small, like nicely, I'm hoping it's like this nicely rounded yeah. crystals, but I always see the most like in my, in my mind, whenever people tell me this, I always think of like the, the biggest, like, pointiest rockiest things I'm like oh that just sounds so uncomfortable (laughs) yeah I would just like the the like the small little tumbles I'll pop Uh or like wear a bracelet now or whatever but um yeah it it was so funny he's just the look he gave me he's like I don't know if I'm gonna be okay with this or (laughs) and I, I guess that's the thing right where if we are maybe like in more of like the spiritual closet where, you know, love your husband, but it's, it's small um, things that people say like that, or like, you know, someone goes, Oh, you're not going to read your, your like astrological sign. Are you? you don't believe in all that mumbo jumbo or, you know, like anything that is just that subtlety of like, it's kind of wrong or it's bad or you're weird. I think that kinds of, puts us back in the closet a little bit of like, is it safe for me to be here with this particular person? Or do I need to like close the door and just go to like peeking back out a little bit? And it's like scanning the room. Is it actually safe for me to be here more than just on an energetic level when you walk in a room and you can be like, Oh, no, I don't need to be here. (laughs) But it's like, 
like a literal a literal feeling of like oh is it actually safe for me to be here do I like do I belong can I actually speak my truth and yeah. and also I feel like a trigger too where it's like when somebody asks you oh you're not going to read your human design or your astrology or whatever like you don't believe in that and it's like do you feel triggered by that or do you or do you feel like this confidence of like yeah I am and it is safe for you to be seen or are you yeah. shying away from that and allowing yourself to just tiptoe back into the closet and be like yeah I'm just gonna sit right here you know what really came up for me as you were saying all that is like how you know when you were saying you know, like you can go and you can go into a, a literal room a logical room and, and read the room and be like can I be a hundred percent myself here or am I just going to pull back to 98 because people are going to think I'm a little bit weird but how how would you suggest people can do that because I know that you are so intuitive of like doing that in their online space when they're running their business when they're coming onto Instagram or threads is out now Woo. Yeah, like, so much fun. Or like whatever it is that they're doing like how do you suggest people of like creating that safety to to be seen to be heard to maybe share maybe they're just on their first steps of like sharing that they have intuitive abilities or they read tarot or you know whatever it is like do you have any suggestions for that yeah so when I first came out of the woo-woo closet, I was like, what's going to happen here? And what was interesting, a couple things are coming to mind to share. One is, let me start with this one, stacking the proof. When you just start showing like little tiny pieces, start looking for the proof as to how it is safe to be seen mm -hmm. and create that safety within your nervous system. Because the truth is, yeah, we're high vibrating souls, but we're also having a 3D human experience with these crazy bodies that do weird things. <laughs> And so creating the safety within your body and, and literally like journaling them out every day. What is the proof? And I think like this shows up and we can do this with anything in, in life and business, but allowing yourself to create that safety. And the other one is start also paying attention to those silent whispers of me too. What I noticed was that the people that surprised me the most were in the witchy closet or the healer closet, whatever. So big. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. My mom, my sister, my aunt, my cousin. And I was like, well, hi, witches. Like, <laughs> we're like, how, we've all been in the closet ourselves and we've all had these gifts and abilities and these interests and these things. And, and even like friends and people from high school. And I'm like, where did you all come from? People um... that I didn't even expect just these silent whispers of me too. And it was giving them permission to activate themselves as well. You know, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's almost like you stepping out and being like, I'm here and, and, and this is what I believe, or this is, you know, what I'm doing. It is giving permission. It's so funny, isn't it? That we can all be in that same room together and all like in our own little boxes being like, is it safe for me to be here? And everyone else in the room, is also in their little box being like, is it safe for me to be here? Unbeknownst to them, surrounded by everyone else who is in like who has the same beliefs, who believes the same things, who is interested in the same things. Oh my God, yes. And it's so funny because sometimes our mind wanders to being so worried about what other people are going to think. And literally most people are just worried about themselves. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember I was on a call at the very beginning of the pandemic, you know, when we were all online all the time. And I was on a call with maybe like 10 or 15 other women. And they, someone was um, sharing that they didn't ever like to speak when they were in rooms with women like this. They didn't like having the, the camera as such on them because everyone would be looking at them. And I said to her, do you not realize that we're all looking at ourselves in the camera to be like, is my hair okay? Is my top in the right kind of position? I'm listening to you, but I'm looking at myself. I've like caught my sunburn like 10 times now. I'm like, oh my God. We're all so consumed by what other people think, not realizing that we're all actually just focusing on ourselves. We're all thinking, did I say that right? Did I stumble on my words? Do I sound smart enough? Do I look okay? Like all of these things, like most of the time we're not even paying attention to everybody else. Yeah, it's so true. And it's, and it's really interesting, like, to like, just to kind of feed off of this is when those gifts start to be activated, or continue to be activated and amplified. And, you know, when you take this a step further and start to share those with people, it's really Mm -hmm. interesting what starts to come up too. And that gives you just another opportunity to be like, okay, where's this coming from? Why am I feeling like this? And what's the opportunity to release around this? Like I was not prepared when the first time I did a quantum healing session and I was like, why am I hearing shit? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody prepared me for that. And so like, I always tell my clients, I'm like, just be prepared when you start like doing these things. Like like your players are going to be activated and just trust them. Like, what do you have to lose? Somebody's going to look at you weird. Somebody will unfollow you. Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) because then you get to live in your power in your truth. And you're like, well, at least I got to share that. Like I'm not hoarding it for myself. So how do you think that you said earlier about creating the safety, but like, how do you think that, that, you know, so many of us aren't really taught about how to trust ourselves, you know, like trust our decisions, but more so, you know, when we're talking about these abilities of like, am I hearing voices? Am I going crazy? Or actually just like trusting that this is just, you know, those beautiful healing witchy abilities that we all have that are coming through. Like, how can we, actually, that's the question I want to ask you of like trusting what it is that you're hearing, what it is that you're sensing, what it is that you're seeing or feeling like whatever your Claire is like how how is it that like when you work with clients like building that trust yeah I I really feel like the the question that was coming to my mind that I feel like someone might be wondering is like how do I discern the two like how do I know me and how do I know if it's like my spirit team their spirit team whatever and and yours will typically come from like like you know, it's a thought that's yours. Sometimes it comes from ego as well. When it's come, when it comes from like your higher self, your spirit guides, um, someone else's spirit team, whatever it would be, it's, it's going to sound like your own thoughts, but it'll be like, Oh, it'll kind of be like that moment of, Oh, where did it come from? Like that? Oh, I didn't even, that's not even something I would have even thought of. Um, sometimes I notice my Claire audience channel is, is the strongest. So like, even today I did a client session and I felt like I went into a trance and I, I don't even know what was, what I typed. I like, I have to go back and read it before I send her message because I was like, I don't even know what it was said, but sometimes you kind of go into like, like you feel like a calm blanket over you or a trance, like it's different for everyone. So, um, so yeah, what was the question that you asked? (laughs) 
I love it. You were saying about discerning, I, uh, like, let's forget my question. Your question that you said was way better of like discerning, <laughs> discerning between like, I guess, you know what it is, discerning between the fear, the old beliefs, the the limitations, the the doubts and discerning between that and like the the intuition, the guidance, your spirit team, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you'll like, we know what fear feels like. If Mm. you, you know what that is and you've identified that. And when, like, when you're having a thought and you're like, Oh, was that mine? Was that someone else's or not someone else's? Although if you are telepathic, you might be picking up someone else's thoughts, which is a thing, (laughs) but it's like, how do I like, what is that feeling that I'm having in my body? does it feel like this blanket of safety of knowingness of softness, or does it feel rigid? Does it feel like, Oh, I'm just having this random thought, or is it actually, Oh, I'm connected to their energy and I'm hearing this thing, or I'm Mm -hmm. feeling this thing, or I'm, I'm getting this visual of this thing. That's, that's not something that's typical of my own thoughts, of my own feelings, of my own visions, if that makes sense. That's so beautiful. And I think you're absolutely right. Of like, does it feel constrictive and fearful or does it, does it feel, I love how you said that, like that blanket, that safety, that like, and sometimes it could just be a neutrality or like, actually, does it feel expansive rather than constrictive? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how, so if people are like, okay, so I've got, I've got the, I've got the witch wound. (laughs) I'm feeling, feeling all of this stuff. Like it maybe it's showing up in our in, in my business and I can feel that it's holding me back from like feeling safe, being seen, like being heard, like putting out the content. What's the flip to that? Like what what could be like those first steps of of healing that or of pushing those that that comfort edge of like being okay to be seen, to be heard, to like be their spiritual badass self? Yes. So I really love to see this from a grounded spiritual perspective and knowing that we have this really cool opportunity on this planet in these 3d bodies as a high vibrating soul to shift timelines from lifetimes before and lifetimes ahead of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't give ourselves enough power. And so when we give ourselves that power and we understand, okay, I do have this fear of being seen. We can backtrack a lot of these things to the childhood and doing that inner child work. I also really encourage to not ignore that inner teen. She's been through some crap too. (laughs) And so, so like, where is it that when you backtrack this and you're like, okay, I understand like, this is where like the fear of being seen has come from or whatever is coming up for, for you, fear of being seen and heard, or, um, like this disconnection from your gifts and abilities, or, you know, whatever it is that's showing up the fraud and imposter syndrome, anything of that nature, where it's coming from and allow yourself to, to peel back the layers and heal that you are healing lifetimes before you're clearing all of that as well. And then the other thing I would say as well, well, aside from like, if you are like, okay, I've done this work a hundred times, hire someone, Mm. get supported, hire a healer that you trust or that you like, and you know, or that knows their shit, um, hire 
a coach, someone allow yourself to be supported. Yeah. I just like, can't even the, even knowing how to do this myself, allowing myself to be supported has changed my life in ways I can't even put into words. Mm. Um, and then it goes back to, again, stacking the proof. So you you're doing the work or you have done the work and now it's like, okay, I see where this is coming from. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing the work and acknowledging it. And also let me step out, put, put a foot out. Let's not even do the toe. Let's do the whole fucking foot. <laughs> and let's just be like, okay, here, like, here's a, just a little piece of this and prove to yourself that it is safe to be seen and heard. Sometimes just because of the way our, our minds are wired, we are looking for, we're like scanning for the threat. And mm. so can you consciously, you can consciously shift to looking for how things are safe. Yeah. And this is just awareness, this tiny little shift where it's like, oh, I see the threat. Cool. Thanks, mind. And also like, where is it? That, where is the way that things are, are working for me? Yeah. Where it was safe for me to be seen and heard. Oh, I love that because I think you're, you're absolutely right there. Like we are just hardwired. And of course, like we can do this with awareness, but to like scan for threats, right? Like you are just constantly scanning for like, is it safe for me to be here? Am I okay? Am I like accepted? Am I safe? Of like, you know, I think that is so important of like, as you said, stacking that proof of like, okay, I've done this. I'm still safe. I'm still here. You know, even if I haven't had like a viral post and things haven't gone like all of the engagement, I'm still safe. Like even if, even if you get the trolls, like you're still safe, you're still here. Like you're still okay because people are just going to be, you're going to get, you're going to get the weirdos on the internet. Sometimes that door is going to open and they're going to flood right in just like those old creepy men in your DMS. (laughs) They are my favorite. I'm like, great. You're going to pay for all my Jeep parts. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, and my next vacation. I'm so grateful. I guess I am going to go to Bali to try to find myself because that's cool. (laughs) I will go. If you're going to pay, I will go. That's fine. my arm but yeah I feel like the trolls for me I've kind of shifted the perspective to I have arrived like if I have people hating on my posts I'm like okay you see me you see me enough to give me your time and energy that's pretty cool and delete (laughs) you know what there is a small part of me and I don't want to admit this so that everyone goes and starts trolling my stuff but I'm yet I'm still yet to receive my first like who do you think you are? Like, this is wrong. And I'm like, damn it, what do I need to say to get these trolls? Like, what is it do you want from me? I want one. I feel like it's a badge of honor. (laughs) The fact that you are so bold in the things that you say as well, like the fact that you haven't had trolls, that's actually like, wow. (laughs) Maybe they're just too scared. I'll call them out on their trolly bullshit. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yes. And, you know, even like tying it back to business where it's like, okay, well, I don't have that proof, but actually you do, because did you put out the post? Did you show up on stories today? Did you reply to a DM? Did somebody message you? Even if somebody gave you a reaction, did you get a new follower? Like that is all proof in your favor that things are working out, that it is safe to be seen and heard that, you know, it's all just stacking for you. Mm, I think that's such a beautiful reminder because I think so many So often as business owners, we're waiting for that really big 
big thing of proof, right? Of the like the the big high in, like ticket client coming in, the the like the best month ever in our income. But actually, sometimes it's just someone else watching your story or sending you a reaction or you actually posting the thing that you were like, can I post this or not? And you actually post it. Like sometimes it's just the smaller things that, as you said, like stacking that proof that get you to that other point. Yes. And move the target closer. Seriously. I'm not saying like, go for like, don't go for the big goals because I have some big goals. And also right now I've got that target a lot closer because then I can hit it. I'm getting some wins and I'm like, great. I got some wins. It's in my favor. It's safe for me to do all of these things. And then it moves out a little further and then it moves out a little further and it just gets easier and more and more fun and flowy and playful and, and with ease and (sighs) like that energy. Exhale. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, is that like, Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I, I'm such a big believer. I literally said on the, the call this morning of like, I'm such a big fan of the comfort zone, but like stretching the comfort zone of like, you get to have big goals, but also have the goals that are just at the edge of that comfort zone, because otherwise your, your nervous system is just going to be completely dysregulated. You're going to feel unsafe going for the big goals. You're not going to have all the wins and you're just going to feel disheartened and be like, what is the fucking point anymore? Oh my God. So true. I've definitely my first big launch. And then my first, like, then my first like big cash month, my nervous system, both times were like, and we're spazzing out. And (laughs) Completely like I don't really love the term self-sabotage, but that's like really like my mind was like, alert, we're not safe here. So let's go back to our safety zone. And I'm like, okay, that did not work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so how when you work with clients, when you see this like in in IRL, like in real life, like how does all of this work and all of this like feeling safe to be to be a witch, like to be a healer, like how what is the ripple effect into that you see in people's businesses? Like what is available to people when they do start healing this part of themselves, when they do start feeling safer with this part of themselves? My God, I love this question because one of the visuals that I get is like, I imagine like I'm standing on, this is, I don't mean this in a conceited way, but the visual I get is like, I'm standing on the earth and I'm just like throwing gold confetti and it's going all over the world. And that's like the healers that are light, like lit up in their power. And it's, it's not just you. It's not about you. It is also about the people that you are impacting that you don't even know you're impacting. This is a direct effect, obviously on your family, but it's also an effect on your lineage back and forward Mm -hmm. and like in their businesses what we see is like stepping into their power being able to launch like do the launches that they were uncomfortable to do before be able to fill the group programs that they wanted to be able to really start getting consistent clients and then when we think about that as well the impact that they're now making Cause they're not mm-hmm. only impacting those souls that come into those containers and those one-on-one sessions or whatever they're offering, but it's mm-hmm. now impacting their family. So it's literally yeah. a ripple effect of, of these women standing in their power and finally owning that they are a healer, that they have these gifts and they, they're getting these gifts out into the world and making a really beautiful 
let's just use it. The thread effect. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. Hey, it means my SEO. I can put threads in there and that's fine. Yes. <laughs> no, but that, that, I mean, it is a great visualization though of like imagining that, that thread going. And, you know, I, I know that you also work with people like in all different places around the, I could say around the universe then. Or I'll say around the universe. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> if you're ever on a different planet, Preston's your gal. You know, this thread like connecting us all of like lifting us all up of, of putting, you know, this beautiful impact that we're having on people's lives and, and creating wealth and putting money in the hands of, of beautiful people and amazing businesses and healing that lineage, whether it's going back or forward or side to side, like having that beautiful thread that we can all, you know, and I guess as well, like, as you like coming full circle of like that sisterhood wound as well of, you know, you helping yourself is helping other people too. Yeah. When you heal yourself, you heal the world around you. And it just, that's just the beginning. It is mm -hmm. literally like we're, we've literally all linked arms and then we just continue to link arms. And, you know, we're not like the truth is we're not going to be able to change everything, but we don't need to change everything when we can shift our own perspective and heal our own things and stand in our own power. Yeah. And then we get to support others to do the same. Oh, oh I felt felt really beautiful. This is like, I felt like that was a really powerful end to like way to end. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. that must have been channeled because I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> we have to go back. I was saying it was good. It must have been okay, I guess. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation is there anything else like that you feel is coming through from either from your spirit team or anything else that you would love to to like round up of this conversation yeah as you said that I like got like this visual of like a circle of everyone like that's listening. Mm -hmm. And so just know that if you're connected, you are supposed to be here. Like if you're listening, you're supposed to be here in this message. Like all of these messages are for you. Go back and listen and take the golden nuggets. But yeah. I want to remind you that you are more powerful than, than you even know. And just because we are talking about the witch wounds, just because we are talking about these things that are like past life, like, where do I even begin? You have power right now. You yeah. don't have to give your power away to anything external. That means past lives as well. You can um, begin to liberate yourself by taking one step and one step at a time and stacking the proof and allowing yourself the opportunity to liberate yourself, unshackle yourself from this lifetime and lifetimes before so you can step fully into your purpose here in this lifetime. Oh, that was so good. So good. So I feel like I kind of asked you in that question, but I remember it's been so long since I've done a guest interview that I always ask a, a final question to all of my beautiful guests. What is the one question that I haven't asked you or that people never ask you on podcasts, or the one question that you would love to be asked here today? Oh, I feel like I'm on the spot. Mm. I 
I do love putting my guests on the spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, can we play my duck sounds now? <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't have to be anything profound. It can be something fun. It can be whatever you want it to be. When you said fun, I was like, yeah, I have it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that um, people don't typically ask me what I do outside of like spirituality. Because if you look at me, I look like this good, sweet girl. My husband tells me this all the time. People have no idea who you are. (laughs) And this is why I've stepped into my power online because they're going to be very shocked when they come into my containers. Um, So yeah, I, I mean, most people know I own a Jeep Wrangler. It is like stepping into my alter ego. I feel like a total badass when I'm in that Jeep. It is amazing. Um, I listen to rock music. It is my love language. It speaks for whatever reason. It just speaks to my soul and it would very much surprise people the type of music that I listen to, I think. Mm. And I'm also very much a smart ass. That's my Aries rising. That's the, That's our connection. <laughs> I'm very much a smart ass. People wouldn't know because why would they? But I am an Aries sun and a Gemini rising. And Chris is a Gemini sun and an Aries <laughs> rising. So we feel like we connect very well. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, those are like some fun facts about, about me. I love that. And I think that, that that actually ties really beautifully of like this witch wound, this healer archetype of like, you know, you need to have long flowing hair and be wearing long pretty dresses and have all of the like all of the things and and have this this idea that we all have of what a healer or a witch looks like and that you know actually we are all just our beautiful human selves like listening to rock music or you know also I can't think of any like both of us have tattoos like you know that we get to like have all these like parts of, of ourselves of our personality that you know, just because you are a healer or you do resonate with being a witch or having these beautiful abilities that you don't then just suddenly go into another box. Like you still get to be all the parts of you just added little magic. Yes. And I love that as well, because that is like, yes, because it can be easy to be like, okay, well now I'm a healer. Now I'm certified in this, or now I have these abilities. So now I have to be deeply in my feminine and always up in the clouds. And I'm like, okay, ground Mm. and remember who you are and you get to be whoever it is that you like, who it is that you are. And that is enough. Yeah. Be seen, own it. You don't have to be like everyone else. Oh, okay. We really are going to leave it there because we've left, we've had like three really amazing, like ending notes now that have just been so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) I would love for you to share where people can find you, how they can work with you, all of the things. Yeah. So my website is andsherises.com. I'm most active on Instagram. I am on threads now, which is fun. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) My name is spelled different, so you can find me in the show notes, but it's XO underscore Kristen Jones. And um, yeah, I do everything from like one-on-one to launching your business and expanding your business beyond. Um, My signature program is the Rising Phoenix, and this very much ties into the witch wound. This is my favorite program that I've ever done in my entire life. 
and um, we'll be launching this later this fall. So if you go to my website, click courses, you can get on the wait list for that. Um, it helps you go from hidden healer to you're the fuck I am healer in your power. Um, and yeah, I just launched, launched a membership too. So to create that sacred community of sisterhood and um, incorporating my own healing modality that I personally channel. Um, yes. And um, different coaching modalities, including rapid resolution therapy and all of that fun stuff. So lots of really fun things happening, going to happen in there too. Oh, I'm so excited. I saw your membership being launched on Instagram and I was like, oh, there she is. Hello. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's been so long. I'm like sitting on it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done sitting on it. I'm going to put it's it up. It's going to be mine and I don't even care because <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> so all of those, um, all of those links, all of that info is going to be in the show notes for like, so, so drop down and have a look if you need to click on anything or go and follow Christian on, on Instagram. But for now, beautiful human, thank you so much for joining, sharing your magic, your expertise, your, your beautiful humanness as well. Just thank you for being here and sharing this conversation with us. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved this so much fun. You're so welcome for Night Beauties. It's time to tune out that noise in your head and to unleash your full potential. And I will speak to you all very, very soon.